0: Welcome to episode eight of the All That Podcast. This is the first episode with my new little studio, and you know, I got my red couch. I got my records in the back, you know, so we, you know, you know, my day ones will see the progression of where, you know, we're trying to take the podcast and all that, but enough about that. Let me get to my guest, who is really special to me, uh, my dear friend. <laughs> Michaela and you know Michaela supports me in everything that I do. Um, when I had the cat, well, I still have the Kyrie show, but when it was active, <laughs> you know, I did a skit and she was a part of that. Never came out, but hey, you know, it's, it's in the, it's in the, the thought. yeah, it's in the vault. <laughs> um, I had a blog, she was a part of that. <laughs> I had a project I was working on, she was a part of that, and now she's a part of this. So. <laughs> She, you know, when you say, you know, your friends need to support friends, you need to, uh, you know, your friend got something going on, you need to support. She has been the embodiment of that saying because she always <laughs> supports your boy. Um, today, this episode is entitled, I'm going to look at my board, Bulletproof. <laughs> the story of my rebirth, and the reason that is called that's because two years ago Michaela was involved in a shooting um and I remember exactly where I was when I found out I believe Taylor's mom mm-hmm. I
1: think so.
0: posted something she was praying I was like Michaela got shot I'm like what and so you know I was like you know when stuff like that happens, even when it happens to people you don't know like if um you know, you look watching the news, and it's like a cop killing or something like that. Your stomach drops, and you don't even know that person. So imagine how, you know, the feeling was for me. Obviously for you. But I'm <laughs> yeah. saying for me, uh, you know, finding out that my friend, you know, had been shot. So I was calling everybody like, what happened? How was she? Blah, 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 blah. So uh, for our viewers that don't know, I just want you to take us back to... Before I before I even tell you to do that, I want you to... Because some people, when they have traumatic things happen to them, and they think back, they had signs or something that told them that something was about to happen. Did you have oh, any right. of that?
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That day? Definitely. I mean, okay, so pretty much I was coming home from work. And, mm-hmm. you know, it was, it was kind of late. Um, I was going to my parents' house because I was living with them at the time. And looking back... Um, Definitely it was a setup because I came into my neighborhood and there's this like long mailbox street like the common street And then all the streets off of that are like cul-de-sacs. Yeah, so, um, I pulled onto that mailbox street and there were like Two cars like yeah two cars posted up like a, a regular car and an SUV And it, they were blocking the street But it just kind of looks like, you know when you pass somebody in a car that you know and Y'all kind of like stop and y'all like, you know, you know, I don't know saying hey or something but then somebody's coming so you know, you move so they can drive past. Right. It was like that. Like, you know. But as I drove past the SUV, like it was just like full of like dudes, like just a whole bunch of like young dudes. So Is that looking back it's is like Is that
0: um <laughs> uncommon, like for you to for you to see like a guy sitting in a truck in your neighborhood? I mean or
1: one anything? guy no, but like
0: But a whole group a whole is, like is yeah, SUV
1: full of dudes. Right. Yes, probably looking back, that was like red flag number one. Yeah. Um, and then, okay, so then I drove, like, I turned down my street, um, and we live in the, in the cul-de-sac, so mm-hmm. like, you know, I was right in the circle, but I hadn't got out of my car, I just turned my car off and parked, like, I wasn't even pulled all the way into my driveway, because, uh, my sister wanted me to go get her Sonic, so I was gonna go back out, um, well, she was actually gonna come outside, thank God she didn't, wow. but, <clears throat> so one of the, uh, I think one of those cars pulled down my cul-de-sac, it wasn't the SUV, it was the little car, mm-hmm. and they parked in front of somebody else's house but like i don't know i did i didn't think anything of it because everybody in my neighborhood has a bunch of cars like so i don't know everybody's car so those are probably the red flags that i just (laughs) i just did i just ignored
0: gotcha but okay so take us through a little bit just expound, uh, expound more on what you just said about you come you was coming home from work right right so you come home from work Right. Um. And I, back, like, I'm like, I'm a bartender,
1: this, so it's like late, and
0: it's late. Yeah. So you're coming back from work. What is? What are you even thinking? What's your mind frame before
1: everything like started you, going down? Huh? Before everything started going Yeah. Before down.
0: everything, like, were you like, man, I'm ready to go to sleep? Yeah. Or,
1: like, <laughs> okay. It was like I remember it perfectly because it was um, it was the basketball. I don't I don't know if it was the champ. It wasn't the championship. I think it was just like the finals. That's before the championship, right? Like, what the games the, up to. Basketball? Yeah. What
0: they had the Western Conference finals, then they have the championship.
1: Okay, so it was the finals. Mm-hmm. This was two years ago. So was it the Cavs? It was
0: and... Cavs, no worries. They've been every year. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, yep, yeah, it yeah. was them. Yeah. And they
1: tied. It was, it was when the Cavs tied the series. It was 3 3. Oh, 3 3. three. Okay. Two years ago. So it was lit
0: at your job. Yeah, night. so that's
1: why I ran over, too, gotcha. because the game started, I think, at 8. So, mm-hmm. like, you know, we closed at 10, but we, I didn't get out of there until, like, well, I didn't get customers out till a good ten forty five. Like, you know? Right. So anyways, um I get everybody out finally late and then I have to clean up, then I have to count my register. So, you know, I'm getting out of work late. Yeah. And my parents live in North Houston, so it's a good 30, 35 minute drive for me. Okay. On top, yes, on top mm-hmm. of that. So, yes. Would you
0: always go back to your parents' house or would you stay in Katy sometimes? No,
1: sometimes I would stay in Katy, yeah. but it's just like I want to I like to be in my bed. Like I want right to go to after, my I house, got you. you know. I got you. So, um Anyways, um, so I'm leaving. I, like, I drive home and everything. And, again, my sister had asked me to go to Sonic for her, but I forgot because I'm not, when I get off work, I'm not thinking about anything but, like, taking a shower and going to bed, you know? So I pull up, and I'm like, dang, okay, she did ask me to do that. So I called her, and I'm like, hey, did you still want Sonic? Like, (laughs) hoping she's going to change her mind. And she's like, yeah, and I'm like, ooh, okay, I'm outside. Like, I forgot to get it. Just come outside, and, uh, like, we can go get it. Like, we'll go together. Mm -hmm. And, um... So, so honestly, she was still on the phone with me when the first guy came to my car. At this point, like I'm sitting in my car, she's on speaker, so I'm like scrolling on social media. I have my car off, but I didn't pull all the way into the driveway because I was gonna pull back out, you know. Right. So, um, the first guy runs up to my car. Now, keep in mind, I have five step brothers, younger step brothers. Well, one's older, but anyways, yeah. <laughs> and then I have my younger siblings that live with us, and it's my mom and my stepdad. So like okay. it's a house full That's of a kids. A lot of people. Yeah. Gotcha. So, um, like, I'm on my phone, you know, scrolling, and somebody comes and, like, hits my car window, and so, like, I'm just, I don't think anything of it, because I have a lot of kids in my house, so, like, I look, and I'm like, okay, this is a dude with dreads, don't nobody in my house have dreads. I was like, okay, I don't, I don't know you. That's the first one. Right, so I'm like, oof. (laughs) And so he, and then he has a gun, like, I see the gun in his hand, and I'm like, oh, yeah, no. I don't know you. Like, I I really don't know you. And he was just like, get out of the fucking car, get out of the car. And I'm like, ooh... Uh, so the first thing I do I just put my hands up cause it's like you just freeze like I've never been in a situation like that right. I wasn't expect it caught me completely off guard so I was just like oh like you know relax like calm down my window's up I don't know if he can hear me but it's just like let's you know let's try to de-escalate this like yeah. I don't know what's going on but like, relax yeah. and he didn't ask for anything he, he just said get out the car he didn't say you know give me your money mm-hmm. give me your phone give me none of that like just get out the car another dude comes and he has a gun and I'm like oh at this point, I'm like, "Fuck!" And then another, dude, another dude runs up. It's not funny, mm-hmm. but looking back, yeah. I'm just like, "Dang!" Like, you know, I saw so I saw three dudes, but um, my neighbors have security cameras and we have security cameras, so um, I didn't look at the video. But according to the police and everything, there was another dude like in the back of my car. These three dudes were just like on the side, yeah. So it was four guys total. Oh. But so, anyways, they just kept like you know banging on my window with the gun and everything, like telling me to get out. Well, with their guns. And I'm like, y'all tripping, like, (laughs) there's no way, like, there's no way if y'all really think I'm getting out. Thank God my doors were locked, because they were, like, trying to pull open the door handle and stuff. So, anyways, I guess they just got frustrated after a little bit, like, and then, you know, they backed up, and I'm like, yep, (laughs) they about to start shooting. (laughs) Like, they put some distance in between them and the car, so... Yeah, then they literally just started shooting, and so um, my first, like, you know, like, I kind of froze in the situation, like, thinking back, I'm like, well, I should have started the car, I should have reversed, I should have, you know, something, but yeah. as soon as they started shooting, that's when, you know, I kind of kicked into, like, you know, instincts, mm-hmm. like survival, that's your, you know, your first common basic instinct. Right. So, I ducked, like, below the window, like, below my steering wheel, just kind of like, a you know, like, a, mm-hmm. like that kind of thing. Um, so like my, I, they couldn't see me through the windows or anything like that. And so like they li- they literally shot for probably a good minute. Like I'm pretty sure they emptied their. Clips so they
0: shot at you for a whole minute. At and least one bullet hit you. Yeah, one. Wow.
1: Like the the cop said that it was like 20 something rounds. Wow. And my yeah my car was totaled. Like they yeah they they shot everything. And so it's crazy because there was actually a bullet hole right through my headrest. So had I not ducked, like, yeah. Um, but anyway, so they like, they shoot, they keep shooting. Then, you know, when they stop, you know, I hear them running or whatever, you know, hear the car door slam and hear them like, you know, screw off type thing. And so I'm like, I'm going to stay ducked for a little bit, <laughs> but I'm kind of looking in like my rear view mirror, you know, the one at the top. Right. And so once I see them, like, you know, once I see their cars disappear, I can't see them. Like, I'm like, let me wait a little bit longer. So I wait a little bit, like maybe 30, 60 seconds. And then, so first thing I do is call my sister back. Oh, so when they, when the first guy ran up to my car, mm-hmm. this is part of like, you know, me was like phone, She right? was on the phone. But mm-hmm. like, I was literally speechless. So like, I I kid you not, I literally told her, I was like, uh, I think I gotta go. And she was like, okay, well, like, I'm about to go outside. And, like, right before she hung up, I was like, wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. Like, something. Like, but she hung up. So, like, it was like. as soon, So, you didn't yes. know if
0: she was coming outside no, or not. Well, I knew up.
1: the plan was for her to come outside. Right. But I'm saying, but like. she never did. She never did. Because I think they started shooting before she, like, got her, you know, shoes and everything going to come outside. Because they were already at my window. But it was just, like, I was so frozen in the moment. I couldn't articulate, like, you right. no, So, how long gun. did it
0: take <laughs> your family to come outside?
1: Okay, so I called my sister back after they left, mm-hmm. uh, it went right to voicemail, um, and then I called uh, 911, and like, it was like an automated message, because I guess a bunch of people were calling, so they were like, you know, we're having a high influx of call, like a hung up. I'm I didn't shy. listen to the oh, Yeah, yeah. I didn't, advice. I didn't, yeah. I didn't all yeah. to be here now. Right. Yeah. So then, uh, <laughs> next, I called my stepdad, because I knew he was in the house, because, you know, his car was there, mm-hmm. and... So he answered and, like, he was he was outside pretty quick because I was like, hey, I'm outside, like, you know, I just got shot. And he was like, what? Did
0: you say it that calm? I mean,
1: calm? yeah, because <laughs> th- the whole time I'm conscious. So it's just like, okay. Well, how does I- it
0: feel? This is my, I don't know this is a crazy question, but how does it, because I've never been shot. Right. So how does it feel? Does <laughs> your adrenaline uh, make you not feel the pain at first and you feel it afterwards? Yeah. Or,
1: so uh, pretty much, like, while, so while the guys were next to me, like, I didn't really feel anything. I could tell when I got shot, because, like, I was holding my side, you know? Yeah. So, I knew that I had got shot. Like, I felt something, mm-hmm. but it wasn't like, oh, wow, this hurts or this burns or nothing. Like, it's just like, okay, I'm hit. Like, I know I'm hit type yeah. thing. But, um so, after my stepdad came outside, like, you know, I opened my car door, and I was sitting, like, with my car door open, but on the ground, mm-hmm. you know, leaning my back against my car. Um... And so, like, once, you know, he came outside. My mom came outside. He was on the phone with 911. Neighbors started coming outside and all that stuff. And, like, okay, I'm safe. So the adrenaline, like, kind of dies down, and then that started hurting. And then it, just, it, like, Yeah. Shit hurts. It literally, it just feels like it just burns. But it comes in waves. Like, it's not like it burns consistently. For me, anyways, it was like it burned for a little bit, then stopped. And then it would start burning more, like, more than the first time right. for a little bit, then stopped. And then, like, you know, like that. But each time it would start burning again, it would burn for longer, and it would burn, like, it would hurt worse. Wow. So, yeah. It literally just feels like fire. Like.
0: Did you have any thoughts of, I don't want to get too dramatic, but <laughs> when people are in these situations, yeah. you know, they always say, oh, I saw my life flash in front of me. I was... Did you have any of those
1: Mm-mm.
0: out but of it... body? What did you, probably... you was probably feeling out of body at, well, you know, at the yeah, time. Well, yeah, but
1: I didn't have that whole life flash. Because, whole... I, I mean, so I, death, I didn't die. death didn't even cross your mind. No. Well, yes, it, it did. did. I, mean, I did obviously, think I was going to die.
0: You did think you were going to die. I did think I was
1: going to die, but looking back, well. I knew that I wasn't because, I, n- I mean... So I did throw up. This, I thought I was gonna die one because I got shot. I was sitting outside of my car and I felt all the blood rushing down my back and my side. Like I was like, this is a lot of blood. Right. Like and then I threw up and I was like, oh yeah, I'ma die for sure. Like I'ma for sure die. Man. And so like I was kinda like, for a little bit I was like out of it. Like Man. I guess, like, you know, like I saw white for a little bit. Um, but my stepbrother was outside and he was like, he kept calling my name. He was like Michaela, Michaela. And then my mo- when my mom got outside, I was just like, I'm just so tired. Like, I just want to go to sleep. And she was like, no. <laughs> I would
0: imagine <laughs> she was, she like, was pretty yeah. frantic. Like-
1: yeah, she was frantic. But yeah. at the same time, she was just like, she can't be frantic. Right. You know? She had to be. You, right I could, you, In her eyes, you know, I could tell she was like panicked. But she was like, no. She was like, okay, like, no. you know, who did you work with today? Who was manager? Uh, which regulars came in? Like, she right. was just, you know, like keeping me busy, like keeping me up.
0: Gotcha.
1: Yeah. So the police got there before the paramedics did. And everybody's first question is like, do you know who would do this to you? And I'm like... After like the third time somebody asked me that, I'm like y'all don't like y'all not oh, understanding. Yes, like y'all <laughs> y'all aren't getting it. Like right. I don't I don't hang out with people who are shooting people. I don't know I don't know anybody who's gotten shot. Like right. you know like just even on an accident. You know so right. it was kind of frustrating. And I mean I guess everybody like the paramedics, the police and stuff. They have to stay calm and they're probably used to seeing mm-hmm. stuff like that. So they might be a little like. I don't know, callous. Like numb to and, it, Yeah. Like yeah. To a certain extent. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but I don't know. I just felt like they weren't... Not that they weren't taking me serious, because they obviously saved my life, you know? Mm-hmm. But it's just like they didn't... They weren't very sympathetic, I feel got like. You. And I don't know. I don't want to always take it back to race. But it's just like, <laughs> is it because it's just another little black girl that got shot? Or just because y'all see this all the time and it's just whatever. Right. But, I mean, they still haven't caught the guys. So. That's That
0: was about to be my next question. Did yeah. they never...
1: No. Do you think this is in a
0: Tupac situation where they just don't care? <laughs> um, <laughs>
1: you know? no, I just I, I do think that they don't care. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also just think that I mean they I know they have a lot of cases and stuff like that and they can mm-hmm. only work off of what they have. According to them, like the security uh vid- vid- the security footage mm-hmm. that they have from like the neighbors and, you know, our house, it does show the guys, it shows the car, it shows them running back, but it's too blurry, it's too dark to see like the license plate and stuff like that. Um, I don't know. There's been other, like, little, like, you know, things that we've heard here and Mm -hmm. there, social media in the neighborhood, but I don't know if the police have ever, like, investigated any of those leads and stuff like that. So I don't really know. But the detective that was on my case, my mom will, like, contact him, like, you know, like, every so often, like, every week or so for Mm -hmm. a while. But I don't know if she has recently. He said that, like, people will call into, like, the tip line and stuff, like, years after the fact sometimes. So I don't know if they just waiting on a tip or what.
0: So, yeah. I'm pretty sure you've contemplated this over and over and over again um what do you think was the guy's motive for shooting you since mm. obviously you do have no beef with anybody um, or when you were telling the story I thought well they trying to get her out the car do you think they were trying to kidnap you or I, or I, what what do you think the motive was?
1: I have no for idea. For four
0: guys. Four. And Obvious, it was obviously a sitting the on games. the street yeah. Waiting. For, I, I don't know if they were you waiting know, on you personally or know. were they waiting on the first person to appear. But if they were waiting. What do you do you think it was like? Initiation into the gang or
1: That that's my main thought. I think it was gang mm-hmm. initiation, but it's just like I don't really know how that works like yeah. When you do gang initiation, doesn't one person have to kill one other person or something like that? It was four dudes and one of me. So it's like shot 20-something times. times. So it's just, I don't know. Sometimes I think it's gang initiation. Then, you know, the cops were like, sometimes they'll steal cars to commit crimes in and stuff like that. Yeah. But the fact that they didn't ask me for like, like, I'm coming from work. I have all my tips in cash. I have my MacBook in my car. I have my iPhone. Like, they didn't ask for anything. They didn't take anything so it wasn't like a robbery you know i just it, to me it just really seemed like they wanted to hurt me and just the look in their eyes like it wasn't I like a, oh know. give me yeah it wasn't like oh g- just give me your stuff and you know we good they were gonna hurt me you know whether it was kidnapping or just killing me or whatever i don't know <laughs> Wow. but you know i have natural hair and it was nighttime so i don't know if they thought i was a guy if they thought i was somebody else like because my hair is in a fro like i don't i don't really know i have no answers that's an
0: interesting yeah i have no idea. They could have thought you were somebody that they maybe had beef with.
1: Maybe, but yeah. they were set up. They were waiting, so I don't know. They were was, definitely waiting. Yeah, I don't know if it was first car down the block or a first car that looked like mine. Like I don't know.
0: Have maybe. you ever thought about? Because you know, people think that things happen for a reason. And when you were mm-hmm. talking, I was like, man, a lot of stuff had to happen for. Not that this had to happen to you, <laughs> but have <laughs> you ever thought? Have you ever thought like, okay? My sister was supposed to come outside, she didn't. Right. I my didn't point. want to go get my sister sonic, but I was going to. <laughs> yeah. LeBron could have lost that game. <laughs> right. I could have went home earlier <laughs> earlier than that. Yeah. And so when you think of all these things that happened back you and your instincts kicking in and you you know, you ducking your head. Um do you think have you ever thought like, what is the reason this happened to me? Um, and have you came up
1: with some kind of answer? Well, I feel like I mean, I, okay, to a certain extent. Yes And mm-hmm. no, um, I don't really I can't really say I know why this happened to me in particular But I I know I didn't it happened to me and not my sister or my parents I just got home 30 minutes before like they had been out drinking like, right. you know, it, it, it was me instead of them Like mm-hmm. I just feel like me instead of my sister because also she worked that she worked with me at the same mm-hmm. restaurant but she's not a bartender. She's, like, a cashier. So she went home before me. She just got off before me. Gotcha. So it's just, like, I love my sister. But she be, like, she gets overwhelmed. She panics, you mm-hmm. know? So I don't think she would have responded the same way, you know? I don't think right. she would have stayed in the car and ducked. Yeah. My parents have been drinking, like, who knows what. My Honestly, my stepdad probably would have, like, tried to kill everybody and who knows. Like, because he carries. My mom and him carry. But right. it's just, like, um, I know him. <laughs> I don't think yeah. he would have stayed in the car. I mean, I don't know. But I just feel like, you know, me over them or over like an elderly neighbor, over somebody that has kids, you know, I was just, I just feel like I was, this sounds weird, I was in the perfect position to get shot because right. I didn't have an apartment on my own. I didn't have bills. I didn't have a car note. Mm-hmm. I mean, I paid for everything that I did, like my um my phone bill and things like that. But yeah. I was still living with my parents. I don't have anybody depending on me. And I right. feel like, you know. So you
0: were rather. You you look at it in an empathetic way. Like, you would rather be me than...
1: And I'm young. I'm healthy. You know, I bounce back. That's... uh, (laughs) uh,
0: The many times that I've heard people, you know, talk about getting shot, i never (laughs) (laughs) heard them have... Which is a good thing, though, because you're thinking that way. But, um, so, how are you dealing with the psychological...
1: Like aspect of it,
0: aspect of it, like when you, I mean, you know, you get out the shower, you look in the mirror, you see the scar. Mm-hmm. Um, does that take you? But when you see, you know, somebody all these school shootings, or you see a shooting on the news, does that take you back to that place that night?
1: Yeah, I mean, to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess it does take me back in a way. I, I don't like just sit there and like you know think about everything that happened to me every time I read about something like that. Right. But it makes me more empathetic. Like you know, with the kids and um. Was it Florida, that school that they got? Parkland, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, um, just hearing some of their, like, you know, accounts of it. I think somebody was tweeting. Some people were tweeting. Some people recorded videos. Yeah. It's just, like, I know the desperation. Like, you're literally, like, fighting for your life or, like, you know, hiding for your life or, right. you know, doing whatever you got to do. And you're helpless. Like, you know somebody has a gun. Mm-hmm. You know that if they can kill you, they will kill you. And you don't have anything to defend you. So, I, I mean, I feel for them. I guess, I guess it does kind of make me emotional, but, you yeah. know. I'm just an empathetic emotional person i've always been that way so i think the incident just made me more so that way i can understand more people
0: right yeah so like how is it for you going into like when you are coming home from work
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> similar to what <laughs>
0: happened and you're pulling into a driveway yeah like are you is your alertness on a, on a
1: hundred so when i first got out of the hospital mm-hmm. yes like okay. But so for, okay, so I was out of work for probably about two months. I was in the hospital for a little bit over two weeks. But I went back to that same job after. But, you know, I would just, you know, spend the night at one of my friend's house or something instead of going home if I worked, you know, a night shift. But the first night I decided to go home, like drive home after work, it was a Thursday night again. It Mm -hmm. was like like, the same situation all over again. And, yeah, that was really, really hard. But it's just something that I know I had to do. Like, you can't avoid it. You have to, you know, you have to do it again. But, like, I was literally on the phone. I had my mom my older brother and I think my sister all on three, all on three way. Yeah, it was rough, but I don't know. I did go to counseling for a little bit too. um, Just because I could recognize when I can't deal with something by myself pretty much. How
0: did that help you?
1: Well, it just, it helps me because basically you just can't avoid things. Like, you know, it helped me just face it. I mean,
0: and that experience is similar to having PTSD.
1: Right. And I mean, that's what my uh, therapist said, that, mm-hmm. you know, I show signs of PTSD, but I've progressively gotten better. So it's like when I first got out of the hospital, you know, I'm not sitting in a car at nighttime by myself. Right. Um, we either going to be in the house or, you know, somebody's out here with me and we go into our destination. Right. Um, I hate to say it, but if I see like a group of young black boys all together, I'm like, nah, <laughs> I'm <not going laughs> we need to move around. Yeah, yeah. we need to move around. Because what are y'all doing? It's nighttime and y'all just all huddled up. Like, right. But that was when I first got out. Like, so like two years, you know, after the fact, after the hospital, after getting shot, it's really not that bad. I don't really like to sit in cars by myself, especially mm-hmm. at nighttime, even during the day. But I just I just try to be more alert and. Um, I don't really have that same like, oh, if I see a whole bunch of, you know, boys huddled up, I'm not really just like right. skeptical of it. It's gotten better, but yeah, at first I was just like, mm <laughs>
0: it's not for me. Yeah. So you mentioned you went to therapy. Mm-hmm. Um for those of you watching who and who don't know, Michaela is a poet. <laughs> <laughs> so how was you using your words therapeutic for you? Or was it therapeutic?
1: Well, yeah, that's the main. So I'm like, I write out of emotion. I feel like for right. the most part, I have the best poems when I like, am heartbroken or like,
0: you know, go through something.
1: Right. You know, how they always say, you know, the, yeah. they, people make the best
0: <laughs> albums when they, going through something.
1: Exactly. So, so um, it helps me, uh, because, I, so I'm like, I'm an open person, but at the same time, I'm a private person. Mm-hmm. So it's like some things and some topics, like, I'm okay with just talking about, um, but you know, some some thoughts about that same topic maybe I don't want to share or I'll right. share but in a poem form if that makes sense gotcha. I don't know but yeah uh, writing has always helped me like deal with things and because I, I get it, it makes it forces me to face those emotions because when I'm writing about it and then when I perform it it's just like you kind of you get that those same feelings all over again just like the audience does you know right. I get the same one so it that writing has definitely helps me you know get some of that out because uh, you know after I got out of the hospital, I wrote like an epic poem about it. Mm-hmm. I performed at like churches, um, different like. Is that the same poem? Because
0: remember Sean at the open mic. Yeah, the, same, that the one. same one. Right, which but the funny amazing. thing about that,
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> I wrote that poem the night before the open mic, wow. which is why I like stumbled a couple times. But I changed a little bit of it, mm-hmm. uh, you know, as I performed more. But yeah, it was the same poem, pretty epic. much. Yeah. Epic.
0: <laughs> I'll never forget that. Thanks, was, but
1: like, that's definitely a big part. Yeah. Yeah, definitely a big part of
0: it. Um, I just thought about this question. As I'm looking at your boyfriend. <laughs> um, you were, um, vile, your body was violated in a way. Right. So, did that affect your relationships at all? Uh. Are, or were you kind of like... Not an, actually the question. Can you think back? Because like, you know a lot intimately, of me, right of course, because okay. like okay, you didn't get raped, but right. you did get violated. Still, yeah, right, it's, it's the same. It's
1: still like right. you took my power away. Yeah, right. So exactly. when the
0: women you know get raped or whatever, they tend to hold back a lot because
1: depending, some women hold back, some, and some women people go hard. <laughs> yeah.
0: Good point. Yeah. So. Did you go hard, or no. did you, or did no, you? Uh, I didn't go hard. Hold, hold, did you hold back at all? Like
1: no, it was regular. It was you regular. know, it was, yeah. I didn't have any like problems with like. Well, I was single at the time, to be honest. Okay. But I didn't just go on like you know like a spree or and I, get, I didn't become like super
0: prude or anything. You didn't become, go, on, like, a, on, you or you go on, on the
1: whole locker. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't Light do lock. any of that. Yeah, you, but yeah. I, it just, I mean, as far as relationships though, it just kind of yeah. made me value my relationships a little bit more. Right. You know, because. You know, you could really die at any point. There's really no reason to go to sleep angry, to hold grudges, any of that. But you know, to be honest, I've never been one to, you mm-hmm. know, hold grudges and stuff like that. I've always been pretty open because, um, you know, my dad passed when I was younger, right. so it's just like right, right. Mm, I've so always d- kind of d- didn't
0: anything. he get a shot too? Mm-hmm. Wow, he got
1: so he got shot. Okay, I got shot. Mm-hmm. Three days after the 10 year anniversary of him getting shot like literally he got he was shot and killed on june 14th 2006 i was shot on june seventeenth, two 2016. wow so yeah it's literally and and that was another thing like it was like dang am i supposed to get shot and die too like is that wow that's another like you know mental or mind fuck i guess that's crazy yeah it really is but him and god were like sitting there and they were like nah you're
0: good you're not going on like that yeah yeah. So how is this experience with all that, um, with it being so close to your dad's 10 year anniversary of him being murdered, right, um, and all that? How how has it affected um, your spirituality?
1: Um, it's definitely intensified it. I mean, mm-hmm. I feel like I've always been pretty spiritual, mm-hmm. but it's just like my relationship like with God. I think is just more personal now. I'm not one to like, I'm not going to lie and sit here and say I say formal prayers every night because mm-hmm. it, I used to try to like to get into the habit when I was young, but I always fall asleep <laughs> like mid prayer. I, I just I just don't pray that way. I pray right. throughout the day. Like, I guess it's more of a conversation, it's but a, it is prayer, you know, the same thing but it's just like it's the same. Days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the same way, like I will call my mom because I, you know, me and my mom talk like multiple times a day. That's my bestie. Shout out to my mom. <laughs> I talk to my mom
0: every day too. <laughs> right. So, yeah.
1: But th- just the same way I would call her and be like, mom, like this, this is this and this happened. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm trying to stay calm. Like, you know, that's the exact same way I that talk to God. God i am be like, Lord, give me patience because right now. <laughs> so it's just it's just more personal and right. less like he's the God figure and I'm the little small human. It's not like gotcha. that.
0: Gotcha. Um, so how do you feel since you're a victim of gun violence? What, what do you feel about gun reform and all this and the president? Yeah. <laughs> um. Or do you get angry when you hear people like, we need our guns, protecting our guns and all that? Do you, does I mean, that anger you? Like, do you?
1: To a certain extent. <laughs> I just feel like, I'm not a big gun person. I don't have a gun. I don't mm-hmm. carry none of that. Uh, like I said, my mom and my stepdad do. I know other people who carry as well. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't bother me. It's like, you know, I get protection, but it's just like, I don't, like I said I'm not into guns but I don't understand the need for like machine guns and you know the high right. capacity that's yeah, yeah. the you know that's the oh, push right now so right why? to get a ban on the assault rifles right. I don't understand why we need those in regular society um to exactly. be honest but I I can't just pretend that I'm super informed about the subject so I don't know but it does kind of frustrate when, frustrate me when people are like you know it's what what is it? It's not the gun that kills; it's the person. That's true. That's true. But, but they you can didn't have kill the gun. a lot more quickly <laughs> exactly. with a gun exactly. than with a baseball bat or with a knife, or even a knife. Yeah, just you,
0: like Chris Rock said, if fifty not, people if get they, killed by a knife, then they deserve to die. Right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like if they had a knife, I would have been good. My right. doors was locked, but you know, it's not even like they didn't have assault rifles. They had it was a nine millimeter that I was shot with. They all mm-hmm. looked like handguns. Again, I'm not a gun person, so I don't right. know. But I mean, I doubt that those guns were legally obtained because they didn't even look... What is it, 21? You have to be 21 to carry? I think or so. Or 18? They didn't even look 21. 18, so, you know. So but did. it's just, like, we do need gun reform, not in just taking guns away or banning certain guns. I think that's important, too. But just even on the black market of guns, like, right. crack down on that stuff. Like, how... how it how has that, to be
0: very... You, have, yes. you should go through a, a process to get a gun. Yeah. Like, a long process.
1: And just the fact that... Um, you know, Obama had put into place some um, some rules where you couldn't get a gun if you had mental illness mm-hmm. or certain things. And then I think uh, Trump... Like, well, that's you know, a, Trump's legacy
0: like is undoing. throwing <laughs> away everything Obama did. Everything so. he did, but I just <laughs> don't...
1: It, it, that stuff's frustrating because it's like, if somebody has mental imbalances or, you know,
0: right. why
1: would they need a gun? Like, why, why should they have access to a gun? And I just don't... It's some true. stuff like that makes me mad, but, you know, it is what it is. I'm really... The, everybody is important, you know, I worry about the country as a whole, but I'm really just worried about me.
0: <laughs> no, I feel you. <laughs> you know, yeah. so it's just
1: like, I'm going to just, you know, make the choices that I think I need to to protect myself and my family and stuff like that. But we don't need assault rifles, in my opinion, though. No. We don't. <laughs> um,
0: the last question I'm going to ask you is hypothetical. Mm-hmm. Say you got a chance to sit down with the guys who shot you. Mm-hmm. Well, the guy that shot you and the guys who attempted to shoot you. Um, What would you say?
1: To be honest, like, everybody expects me to be all mad or mm-hmm. hurt. I'm really not. Like I, sur- like, I lived. Y'all hit, like, so they hit me in my lung. Mm-hmm. It it looked like it exited, like, through my spine, but it didn't. Like, I don't have any permanent, you know, besides scars. I don't have any, like, damage or anything I have to deal with for the rest of my life. But it's just, like, how are you that young and you're that angry? Like, I don't right. know. So I, I would just want to know what happened to y'all. Like, you know, like, uh-huh. what made y'all that way? Why are you, like... What are you going through? Because nobody's born like that, you know? Either they feel like they have to be that way to, to be hard, to protect themselves, or mm-hmm. to fit in, or whatever, but I don't know. I, You know, if you ask my family or, you know, somebody else, they'll say different, but it's not even like I want them to get caught and spend their life in jail, because I don't... I mean, go to jail. <laughs> <laughs> don't get me Cause wrong. Because you a crime, but yeah. it's just like, learn from right. it. Do different. Like, we... So we have the power as humans to either be... Creative or to be destructive, and they chose destruction. Why? Like, that's my biggest thing. Like, just be better, do better, you know. Right. But if you're not gonna do better, then yeah, spend the rest of your life in jail. That's cool too, because you're not helping society.
0: Right, so. Angelo. <laughs> when you know better.
1: Do better. Do better. <laughs> that's it. Wow. That's it. Because so. they're they're kids, so it's you know.
0: Right. That's crazy that your empathy plays out all the way through the situation (laughs) like even to when you would be face to face with these people you would still be empathetic
1: but i mean who like don't get me so i have i have this all planned out in my head you know (laughs) if ever they get caught or something and you know we have a whole like court trial or something Mm -hmm. i would probably like do my poem for them so it's like you know y'all could feel feel everything that i felt right but still know that like i'm not worried about y'all y'all didn't I just, I just don't I don't believe in giving them the power to change my life. I don't want right. to live life paranoid. I don't want to live life angry. I don't want to. That's just, I just. It's too heavy. Mm-hmm. And life is too short. So for what?
0: Wow. So I think that's the perfect way to wrap this up. And this, guys, <laughs> is a survivor of gun violence. And as you see, she is not being a victim. She's um, living her life still. She's still finding ways to be empathetic even when most people wouldn't. So if you're watching this and you are a victim of gun violence or you have family members, as Michaela does, that um, life was taken away due to gun violence, use her as an example of how <laughs> to deal with this. You do not have to let it dictate your
1: life. Exactly. There's a quote. It's... Um... You're not responsible for how you were hurt, but you're responsible for your healing. And that's just life. It's not fair, but that's just it's the truth.
0: And that's what it is. And that's where we would end. Thank you, Michaela. <laughs> you're welcome. For being my guest. It was a pleasure. <laughs> it was a great episode. And I hope uh, the viewers got
1: something out of it. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. <laughs>